This is Unclaimed Bands, show 213. Hey, musical listeners, this is Fritz from Unclaimed Bands, coming to you from Connie's in the heart of South Philly. We're here tonight with Tyler Kingsley. Hey, Tyler, how you doing? What's going on, man? How are you? Good. So listen, uh, let's, let's jump into a song, and uh, we'll go from there. What okay. we listen to? Uh, the first song we're going to do is called Home. It's okay. a song that I wrote uh, back in the springtime. And it was one of the turning points, probably the first turning point of going from a pop punk band to like a more delicate, serious, matured um, solo career. The first song, Home, is um, it's a super delicate guitar piece, which I wasn't necessarily used to writing. So it was okay. kind of a change of pace when I wrote it. So Oh, great. Cool. Okay, let's go. Let's listen to it. Just what it was 
that we never had Take a deep breath, praise yourself, you know it's gonna hurt I wanna go back home, but I gotta find it first Someday, we'll finally figure out Just what it was that we never had Take a deep breath, brace yourself, you know it's gonna hurt I wanna go back home, but I gotta find it first I wanna go back home, but I gotta find it first I wanna go back home, but I gotta find it first I wanna go back home, but it's so hard to find That is really good, guys. Thank you. Thanks. That's great. So, you know, you're here at Connie's tonight. You're starting out your solo career. So let's, let's talk about that. Um, well, it, it really the whole music thing started out a couple years ago. Um, played music all throughout my life, but I started the band Could Have Been Kings uh, about three years ago. We played in Philly, Jersey, New York. We played a show at least once a weekend for all three years, um, which was really, really cool. When we started out, we were just like this super fast three chord pop punk kind of band and then we moved up and started writing more matured stuff and then um in the spring when we all decided that we wanted to kind of go our separate ways i really didn't know what i was doing so i moved to shore for a couple months played down in wildwood during the summer and i wrote a bunch of new songs and then when i came back it was just kind of just playing open mics here and there just trying to get back into the flow of it okay. and um so now i have like a good batch of songs that i'm pretty proud of and i think would make for a good EP, you know. Well, that's my next question. Yeah. When is your EP being released? Well, actually, I'm still in, like, the writing process, and it's weird because the first EP and the second EP are, like, really coinciding. Okay. Um, I remember we were talking the other day, and I told you, like, the first EP is a lot about, like, relationships and love and, like, kind of going through, like, stages of your life. Right. And then the second EP is more so about kind of, like, death and kind of, like, the afterlife. It's kind of, like, weird, like, all these weird experiences, like, through vivid dreaming. So it's a little more out there um so yeah it's like but it's, we we like out there yeah, that's what we like, do actually it's just like i just start making weird trippy shit <laughs> <laughs> you know um i don't know but it's cool but i'm really excited because like like i said it was just it, when i moved away i really didn't know what the hell i was going to do and then th i think when you start writing good songs there's like a little bit of a sense of like comfortability and you can breathe a little bit you know not too much because you're just going to get lazy but you know um i don't really have a set date i was planning on doing it in the fall Okay. Which I already missed. But, uh, just but, a tad. Yeah. A wee bit. <laughs> but, like, I, you know, I, the songs I had, I was a majority of them I was proud of, but there were certain songs that I was like, I don't really like this. And then I started writing kind of the second EP where it kind of coincided with there's a connection between, you know, life and death and kind of the whole second act or whatever right. you want to call it. So I was like, I'm not just going to go record the first one. If I, I want to be very sure about the second okay. you know about the big ending right so i don't know i mean like i'm i'm working hard i, I write every day but i'm taking my time at the same time which right. it, if that makes sense so right. I, don't, I don't know everything makes sense it's what we do and that's music yeah. it makes sense so you're back um tonight for a reunion i'm yeah from, uh your, yeah. your lovely ex-band that's really not your ex-band <laughs> so tell yeah. me about that it was it was funny because like i was here probably a month ago or so hanging out and i was talking to ron Bowman, and i was like Dude, I was like, I'm, I, you know, I want to do a solo show, and I was like, 
So he gave me the date for tonight, and he was just like, well, it's open. So I was like, well, let me set it up. So I got a couple bands coming in. I got like, the Dead Frets, who are my buddies, and the yeah. Dead Stop, who have played here a bunch of times, and we've played with, you know, all over. Right. And then I had a slot, and I was like, if I put Could Have Been Kings in there right before the solo thing, it's cool because it kind of goes through, like, the discography of, like, everything <laughs> I've written. So you kind of see, like, this weird, like, f- like this weird growth because, you like, the first five or six songs are, like, really shitty punk songs. <laughs> and then you write, like, a couple good songs, and then, like, right. you have, like – crappy like solo material so it's like a weird like trait you know it's a weird uh roller coaster ride. so it's a little up and down ride for yeah, you right now but it was cool and it was weird because i didn't think the guys were gonna say yeah because we're not on bad terms we're all friends and stuff but okay. we're all doing our different things you know larry's playing a different band now um matt has his own band and blake's doing different projects with his buddy so i was like i don't know if they're gonna be like you know wanting to kind of jump into this but we said right. let's have one practice and we'll just do this show for the hell of it and they were all, you know, totally cool with it. So I'm super excited. So. That's great. It should yeah. be a great night tonight. You actually, I, I love your old band. Actually, oh, we've you. seen you guys many, many times yeah. all over the place. You know, so let's talk about your name change. What was that all about? <sighs> well, it was weird when I came home. Um, when I came home and I had the song and stuff like that, I was uh, a lady that I know, Ellie Virgil, who runs a bunch of. Um, like benefits for like a lot of different types of cancer research shows. She called me um, in like the early fall and was like, "Hey, come do this thing in November um, at the Ramada in West Philly. You can play two songs and hang out and meet some other people." And that was like the first like legit illegitimate show that I was doing. I was doing like, two <laughs> two songs, you know. But I went up and I was just like hanging out with them. Right. And um, she reached out to me a couple weeks later and said, "You and a couple other people have been selected to go to New York to go play on a TV show." For Lehman College, so I was like, "That's cool." So I remember the night of the the benefit, the initial show. The girl went up and she had like a little little clipboard, and it's right. real official. She goes up with little descriptions of all the artists and stuff, and she goes up and she's like, "All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have a solo artist here, Tyler Co. Uh, give, give it up for Tyler K. Give it up for Tyler K." So I was standing behind stage, like shaking. I'm like, "Jesus Christ, I got to change my name. This sucks." So I remember, you know, I was I was kind of like against changing my name i guess you could say right. for lack of a better word but i don't know i when i moved home and i was doing the whole ep thing i was or writing it and i wanted to go under some type of title right um i remember thinking like well could have been kings did mean a lot to me and that band truly ended tre- prematurely it really did there was just like we kind of on a whim kind of let it go really which, yeah which i wasn't really too happy about but we all kind of felt that we wanted to take time to kind of okay. do different things so when that happened, I was like, you know what? I was like, I kind of want to incorporate King in there, um, you know, to some extent. So I thought about it for a while, and all my friends were like, what the hell are you doing? But I went with, <laughs> I went with Kingsley, so it's like I'm stuck with it now. I mean, Bono and Sting were already taken, so I'm trying there to get you go. like – So can we get your real last name? My real last name is Komarowski, which isn't even a hard name to pronounce. No, actually, it's not. It's, a, it's like the easier end of the Polish names, <laughs> but um, I just it's like these fucking people, they get nervous when they see all the O's and the W's and the SKI's, so I was like, all right. Uh, Could you just call yourself, call yourself K-Ski? You know what? And then they would probably mess that up, too, and then they'd be like, oh, Komarowski, it's great. You know, like, they would finally get it right. Like, So I was like, you know what? Screw it. I was like, I'm going to change my name and put some music out there. And there you I'm, go. You know, and it was also kind of the mentality of like, change a name put it out there and i just kind of let it go you know i'll still play and stuff but if you know whatever comes of it comes of it so no i like your last name actually the reason why i begin the interview that way i work with a guy named mike 
Uh, Billy okay. Renard. Now, it was his last name. <laughs> you just walk around calling everybody It actually <laughs> just, like, had a flashback. It was like, oh, okay, never mind. Sean's just, like, nodding his head, like, yeah. yeah. Like, every interview you guys do, you're just like, okay, we got Mike uh, Gallagher up here. He's just like, shit, <laughs> cut. Yes, we do that a lot, actually. Can we get Sean to the stage? <laughs> it's like, come on, Sean, what the fuck's going on? That's so you know? funny. But, yeah, I actually work with him, Mike. Um, so, listen, when you're in the car driving, what do you sing out? What songs do you listen to? I mean, it's so, it could be anything. Like, you could catch me, you know, you could see me at a red light singing, you know, whatever, I don't know, Foo Fighters songs on the radio. There you, go. you might catch me off guard and I might be jamming to Madonna. Like, I like, <laughs> I've just, I swear to God, like, I'm not even trying to be, like, weird or try to be, like, funny. Like, the truth is, like, everyone in my family listened to, like, so much different music. Right. I was just prone to listening to, like, good music, like, in my opinion, like, good music with, like, good hooks. Right. So, like, if I hear a song that's catchy, like, some of them get annoying, right. you know. Of course, you know we covered "Shut Up and Dance with Me" for the last couple of months of the band that was together, right? And uh, <laughs> after that, I was like, "I fucking hate this song." But there, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, it could be Sinatra one day, and the oh, next day, sweet. like the past couple of weeks has been like I've been back in the Sabbath, and they're on their final tour, so I'm like yes. kind of sad I'm not going. Yes. So it's like it's a, like again, it's like a weird roller coaster ride of just like what you enjoy, and like I enjoy so many different types of music. Like, so let's so. let's let's do this. What was your first? piece of music you ever bought with your own money first piece of music i ever bought with my own money cd vinyl yeah. tape i think i was uh i was 10 years old i remember i was sitting in the back of my dad's car and i heard this song and i was like this song was awesome i didn't know what the hell it was it turned out it was american idiot by green day and okay. I, I, I was like always like but you know before that point because that was kind of in I think it was like kind of like the, the reviving of their career. Um, you know, I was I thought Dookie was really great and stuff like that, and it was just cool punk music. Um, and then American Idiot was like this whole new level of writing, which I really enjoyed. And I remember my had my dad take me to the store, and I bought the CD, and I was like <laughs> obsessed. Like I was just like right. all of a sudden I'm a ten year old kid who cares about politics and <laughs> punk rock. So it's like it's funny. It's like it's, it's just ridiculous. Well, but, how your fan base can find you? How can we find you? Uh, well, in terms of tonight, um, could have been King's page is still active on Facebook, and we're on YouTube and stuff like that. So old videos are still up and stuff like that. But um, I'm talking about you. For not, me, yeah. Let's do you. <laughs> Moving on into there. For yes. me, um, Facebook.com/slash Tyler Kingsley official music. Um, if you type Tyler Kingsley, you know you'll. I'm sure from my personal account, you'll see that someone in Philly probably has mutual friends with me, and then the page has like just under 200 likes. I just made it a couple weeks ago. So okay. you know, just trying to get back out there and kind of re excuse me, resurface myself, um, you know, um, on the uh, social media presence okay. and stuff like that. Well, let's take a break and hear the next song. Where are we here? The next song I'm going to do is called Atmosphere. Okay. Um, that's a song that was even a bigger turning point um, in the writing process. I, It was actually the day I moved home. I remember my neighbor had passed away probably like a month or so before. And, like, do you ever be walking down the street and you see, like, an old couple, but they're, like, really cool and they're, like, they really, like, like each other still? <laughs> they're, like, 80, but they're, like, cracking up. Like, yes. My neighbors were just like that. Okay. And my neighbor Sarah got sick, like, suddenly and passed away. So I remember, like, just moving home and I was, like, I got nothing to do. I'm just hanging out. And I looked outside and my neighbor Frank was just, like, out there in his backyard just staring out in the space because they were, like, best friends, you know? Right. Like, they really, really loved each other. And they were, like, he was just, you know, he was just standing there. And I remember it just kind of hit me all at once, like, Maybe he's looking out, like thinking, like I just hope you're okay, you okay. know, which is Sweet. which is like I think a strange 
right way of thinking but you know it's like i mean through my eyes i'm saying for him of course it's like makes Tragic, sense it's like yeah. the love of you know sure so that's what the song's about i really like i just sat down and i had already written like the music for it like a couple days beforehand and i remember thinking like what do you like how do you feel and what do you think when you lose the person that you love the most there you the go so yeah. it was a it was all over the place <laughs> okay very deep love the piano in it and everything else i could definitely tell that you put some time into that song thank you i'm very deep <laughs> i can see you're very deep and you know 
you have to be. Um, so listen, if what do you see yourself in five years? Hopefully moving up to larger venues um, with a more solidified following. But I mean, you know, that that's a dream and that's a goal that I'm working up to. But, you know, if I always stay in Philly and I always play, I honestly wouldn't be mid. I okay. love the clubs that I play in. I love hanging out with the people down here and I love, you know, being able, being able to make my own EPs or own full lengths and just putting them out for people that genuinely care and want to hear it and having stuff just kind of out there online for other people to catch. So, you know, I, like I said, I see myself moving up and, you know, I see my my songwriting just progressing and getting more and more mature and just getting better. But, um, you know, it's just, you know, you just got to do it and work hard. So if you want something, just fucking do it. That's know? it. It's true. Well, listen, thank you for taking the time out. We do appreciate it. You know, this is Fritz from Unclean Bands. Till next time, guys. The statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of individuals and in no way reflect the views of Unclean Bands, its parent company, or subsidiaries.